episode of Spawned is sponsored by Little Passports. Keep your kids busy this summer with Little Passports, the award-winning subscription for kids. Spawned listeners can save 40% on their first month today with promo code SPAWN. That's S-P-A-W-N. Learn more at www.littlepassports.com slash spawn. Spawn is also sponsored by Casper, an online retailer of premium mattresses for a fraction of the price. Casper mattresses come with free delivery and returns within a 100-day period. And right now, get $50 towards any mattress purchase by visiting casper.com slash spawn. That's S-P-A-W-N. And use promo code SPAWN, S-P-A-W-N. The following podcast contains explicit language. Hello and welcome to Spawned with Kristen and Liz, a common sense take on parenting and parenting culture. Only more bubbly, apparently. Bubbly? (laughs) Oh, because Tina Roth-Eisenberg from Swiss Miss said, I like their bubbly energy on air. So that's our new favorite adjective. We're bubbly. Hi, guys. I'm Kristen Chase. And I'm Liz Gumbiner. And we're the co-founders of CoolMomPics.com. So on this episode, we're going to talk about a few things, starting with the beginning of bathing suit season. A.K.A. summer. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and then we'll move on to a discussion about family size. Is big the new small? Because Kristen is a mom of four, and you cannot believe some of the things Kristen has heard from yes. strangers on the street. <laughs> Stay tuned for that. And finally, we'll close out our show with each of our own cool picks of the week. But first, if you have any suggestions for topics, you want to say hi. We've been getting so many awesome emails and tweets. Thank you so much. Thank you. We Tell us. You. We want to hear from you. You can find us on Twitter at Cool Mom Picks, Facebook at Cool Mom Picks, and you can email us spawned at at coolmompics.com. And you know what, Liz? Have you been following the Spawn Show hashtag? We have a hashtag. We have our own hashtag. That's what you do in 2015. <laughs> it's hashtag Spawned Show. If How creative see, is that? Yeah, if you want to see what people are saying or you want to say hi and make sure that we see your tweet, make sure to use that on social media. All right. First, first topic. topic. Yay! Or not. <laughs> yeah, first topic. <laughs> no, I'm saying yay, but really it's not yay. Oh, it's kind of not a yay. Yeah, well, okay, because here's why. It's officially summer, which in some ways, awesome, especially after the winter we had in New York. But I know you went bathing suit shopping this week, and Ugh. bless you, because that's like my least favorite thing in the world to do. I think it's pretty much everyone's least favorite thing. I want. I mean, hopefully even Giselle Bunchen, it's her least favorite thing I don't to think do so. Too, I know? think she's like, I look awesome. I am banging in this little two sizes, too small well, Sports Illustrated swimwear. Don't say that, because <laughs> I dread it every year. Every single year, the time comes when we have to buy a bathing suit. And can I just say, Liz, that winter was very tasty this year. (laughs) (laughs) What what was particularly tasty about this winter? I think it was the donuts and the Christmas cookies and the second helping of Christmas cookies. Yeah. You know, it's rough. Look, the first time out, you've been covered up. You've Mm -hmm. been wearing, you know, I was wearing boots and sweaters pretty much every single day for three months to then go into a bright lit dressing room and wear not too many clothes. With the fat mirrors, right? The awful mirrors. It's just depressing. You know, they could charge like twice as much to sell stores skinny mirrors. I mean, somebody should just be in the skinny mirror business. I would go to the skinny mirror store and I would buy pretty much any (laughs) bathing suit they sold because I would look awesome. They'd sell more bathing suits, exactly. (laughs) So did you get something? 
I did get something. And you know what I found? I've had four kids. I'm almost 40. I feel like it used to be, I don't know if anyone else can relate to this, but when I was 20-something, I would go and it would just be a matter of, ooh, that's a great color, you know? Or like, ooh, I like that pattern. And now I'm like... Does it have bra cups? <laughs> How much of a, of my butt does it cover? Can it- I suck in enough to hide the postpartum gut? Look, for a lot of women, it really kicks in once you've been a mom and your body changes, right? Yes. Because yes. that happened to me. Like I had, I will say, I had a nice body when I was younger. You I was still like a have a two. nice body, Ah, uh, You know, things have shifted. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I was like a size two, four. I was small with, you know, boobage happening like it was yeah it was good uh, I appreciated like, it while boobage? I had it <laughs> the boobage and so I remember the first time after having kids that I finally got back to my pre-baby weight and I was so excited to finally get out the old bathing suits yes, again hooray! and I put on this bandeau top and I look <laughs> in the mirror and I'm like why are my boobs down to my <laughs> oh, navel? No. Ugh, man. I've been there. It was awful. Not it wasn't boobage. that I didn't fit in it. It just looked different. So I understand why you have this requirement for new bathing suits. But the bigger concern, I think, is like if moms are feeling so bad about themselves in bathing suits, are they not doing things with their kids? Like, are they not getting in the pool? I think that happens a lot. And I know that happened to me, too. I mean, I was a relatively thin person. I had four kids, and I pretty much lost the weight. But like you, there's a few more wrinkles and crinkles. And The sarong is my friend. Yes, the sarong. <laughs> the moo-moo. But I'm I bringing the moo-moo Sometimes back. I, I realize I don't get in the pool with my kids because yes. I feel like my butt's big. We're in a world where, like, everyone's got phones and cameras and I'm thinking someone's going to take a picture of my butt and stick it on the internet. Yeah. Like like as if my butt is that important to the world. Instead of parents on cell phones, it's going to be moms in bathing suits at the pool. Oh God, you're giving someone an idea right now. Oh no, don't don't do that people. Well, you know what? But I don't want to miss out. I don't want to miss out on stuff with my kids and I realized that I was missing out. I wasn't going in the pool as much because I didn't want to wear the bathing suit. Here's the thing. Yeah. I went to Great Wolf Lodge with my kids Oh, where they have all the swim stuff, water slides. It's a gigantic water what so- my kids were like this is Disney World to them and it's like two hours away they had such an amazing yeah, time I've been it's great and it's like all parents mm-hmm. and everyone all they care about is their children not drowning you know <laughs> what I mean like no one is looking you know at you what? and going I'm glad to hear that that's the priority <laughs> at Grateful Lodge because if it was like you know my mascara is running while the children are drowning that would not be good the children are waving and the, you know the wave will help me and the mom's sitting there looking at her stomach rolls no that's the thing. And I had an epiphany. I was like, you know what? Screw it. No one's looking at me. And I want to have a good time with my kids. And it doesn't matter if my stomach is hanging a bit over my bathing suit bottom. So what you're saying is go to places where there are lots of other parents and nobody will be judging you. Absolutely. And I love it. I feel like, aren't we passing? We're passing the hot baton. I know. That's what I always say is I like, look, I'm in my mid 40s. I'm not 20 something anymore. I am passing the hot baton onto like the young hot millennials. Here you go. You take the baton, you go be the hot person at the pool, I'll be the mom having fun with my kids. Yeah, we're the ones drinking the fattening pina coladas. I'm the ones with the Doritos (laughs) crumbs and my bathing suit top. That'll be me. Yay, The happy mom by the pool. So listen, we want to know, are you guys rocking a bikini this summer? Is a sarong your best friend like mine? Are you the parent who goes down the water slide with your kids or do you sit out? We want to hear from you. You can tweet us at Cool Mom Picks or visit our Facebook page or email us spawned at coolmompicks.com. And now a little word from our sponsor. We'll be back right after this. 
So this is the time of year that a lot of parents start to be stressed about keeping their kids busy this summer and looking for fun educational activities, right? So check out Little Passports, which is an award-winning subscription for kids, and we love it. We've even covered it on Cool Mom Picks before. Yeah, and my kids have gotten theirs in the mail for many years. In fact, my six-year-old used it at school as well. It's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. Your kid basically gets a monthly package in the mail, and it will highlight a new global destination each month, like Kenya or Spain. And then they get to follow the journey using a wall-sized world map. And they get to enjoy through, like, letters from imaginary pen pals, souvenirs, stickers, activities. There's so much cool stuff. It's really fun. I like being able to foster the love of travel without having to buy the plane tickets (laughs) and the hotel fare. Plus, I get to teach my kids what a pen pal is, since no one seems to actually write letters anymore. (laughs) That's important to me. Spawned listeners can save 40% on their first month today with promo code SPAWN, S-P-A-W-N. That's a really good deal. You can learn more at www.littlepassports.com slash spawn. Okay, so next topic. I want to talk about family size because, you know, I don't hear about this that much. I have two kids, which is about average. I even looked it up because I'm a super data geek deep down. (laughs) And the U.S. Census, 2014, said that U.S. families have an average of just under two kids right now. And that's, you know, so I have two kids. I'm pretty much average. But you have four. I win. I win. You double. Double mine. (laughs) Double down. I cannot believe the stuff that you hear over the years now that you're out with your kids more. Oh, it's crazy. I mean, I always heard it. I think once you go from three to four, it's like Mm. the floodgates open and everyone's just like... Hey, I have something to say to you. And I'll be honest that when my children were younger, yeah. I didn't go out with all of them as much. No, it was it's just hard. overwhelming. I would try to leave a couple of them with a babysitter, sometimes all of them, yeah. so I could get some stuff done. But now what? You know, they're older. It's so much easier to go out. You're not going to like lose one of them in I'm the I'm not losing anyone so much. They're, they can help me. And let me tell you, Liz, the comments are insane. You wrote this post. I still remember it when you wrote a column on Cafe Mom, the stir, about the things that people say to you when you have big families. Yes. And like when I read this and the comments, I was blown away. I know. And you see, we've seen a lot on the internet. So to blow your mind, Liz, <laughs> I know. I, it was pretty amazing. So what were some of the All things right. that... So here are the top five comments that I get. When I go out with my four children or when I say that I have four children, yeah. it doesn't even matter if they're with me. So number one, these are not ranked, by the way, <laughs> is you do know where babies come from, right? Now, is that someone being funny or is that somebody like they think that they're going to educate you about birth control? I'm not sure. Or are they just being snarky jerks? I think people just don't know what to say, and they feel like they have to say something. Hey, you know where babies come from, right? I don't know. <laughs> like, uh, no, a stork? Way to be awkward. Okay, yeah. what's the next one? Okay, wow, you really have your hands full. But that's true. I mean, you do, right? Well, I always say, actually, it's my arms. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the next one, I... Remember seeing this? I know. Myself. We were at CES, the Consumer Electronics Show. Mm -hmm. Professionals, there for Cool Mom Tech. Yes. And we were getting a tour of a major, not to be named, electronic company's booth. (laughs) And like this dude, he was fine. The second he heard that you had four kids, his whole demeanor changed. And he said, you must have a lot of sex. Yeah, he was really excited. I was (laughs) shocked. I was like, 
do you talk to the guys that you're giving tours that way? I know. Meanwhile, it's like they fist bump the dudes. But to me, it's like, well, you you must have a lot of sex. I don't know. I, 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 I be always like... wonder about that. Like, <laughs> like people treat guys differently that have big families if yeah. they're like, your sperm is strong, sir. <laughs> <laughs> you're so virile. <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah. So I'm like, no, I bought them. You know, I bought them on the black market. Uh, yeah, that's my favorite one. And you saw that firsthand, Liz. So you know I'm not no, that making was this crazy. stuff up. That was crazy. I, I still think about that guy and how weird that was and how much I did not want to write about his products after. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, the other one I get a lot is You Are My Hero, which isn't Now, I say things negative. like that. Is that bad? No, I don't think it is. But I feel like, you know, moms with big families, it's like our everyday to us, right? right. It's our normal. And but so- for me, boring two kids, like I have questions. I can't help it. Like I look at big families and I automatically start... Not judging, but like I'm super curious, and so sometimes. Do you do back massage chains at bedtime? <laughs> Is that a better <laughs> thing to say than do you have more sex? <laughs> no, I mean sometimes I've said things like, "Wow, you are amazing. You're my hero. I'm really impressed." Like, is that a terrible thing? No, to say? I don't think I don't think so at all. I don't at all. I think the point about that one is that at least my attitude is that all moms and parents are heroes. So it's like I am just doing my job. I'm just doing nice. my job with all these kids. That I you have out. nice kids. And I say that totally objectively. I've been around <laughs> friends who I can't be friends with anymore because of their kids. And you have awesome kids. You're a good mom. Well, except, okay, I have awesome kids. But number five is clearly when my children were not being awesome. Oh. They said, I'm so glad I stopped at two kids. <laughs> People have said that to you? <laughs> yes. Were your kids misbehaving? I don't even remember. I don't know. Okay, because some of the comments on the Cafe Mom post were, you know, the trolls came and from like these kind of child of course, boards. they decided to weigh in. And and so I remember people saying, well, usually if we make a comment, it's because your kids are the scourge of the universe and destroying the supermarket and ruining my life. Yes, they're they're sitting in the aisles throwing bread in the air. And, <laughs> and I thought, you know. okay, you know, so if kids misbehave, I don't think coming up to the mom and saying, I'm glad I stepped at two kids is going to like... <laughs> make them go back into her uterus or anything. Generally speaking, if you see a mom that's struggling with her children, I would say step away or offer to help. Don't go up to her and thank her for being your birth control. (laughs) Also, I've gotten better at the sympathetic face. Like I used to be the mom on the airplane, which is a whole other story, who'd be like, well, before I was a mom, I'd look at the moms with the crying babies and be like, oh, great. Yep, here we go. And now I try really hard to smile and give that look like, oh, hang in there. I've been there. I love that face. Honestly, when I see a mom yeah. who gives me, you know, I'll take it from a dad even. I'll take it from a grandmother. I'll take it from anyone. The lady behind the, man the supermarket. The cat in his bed. I'll take it from you. Give me a sympathetic face. And it makes, it just, it. I don't know, it changes everything. Well, some of the other things that I saw in the comments that blew me away was people coming up and saying, like, what religion are you? Like, as if that's anyone's business. Yeah, you know, it's interesting because I think that when you decide, I mean, it's expensive, right? Like, look, it's expensive to have a lot of children. It's it's expensive to have any kids, honestly, but to have a lot of kids, (laughs) it is expensive. And so I think... You don't just, like, split the ramen four ways. (laughs) (laughs) I might do that. But, you know, I think people think that, you know, unless you're super duper wealthy, there must be a religious reason. Because why would you, like the, the comment that I got, yeah. why would you torture yourself with so many kids? And then, you know what, I kind of have to feel bad for people because like, you know, yeah, it's hard. I'm not going to lie and say it's easy to like raise four kids, but it's not torturous. It's fun. We have so much fun. Well, I think in defense of people like me who don't know, like we don't know. Like my boyfriend's from a big family. There's six of them, six wow. siblings. I know. See? Wow. 
that's, that's me. Your, see, that's like the immediate reaction is like, ooh. So I think we like those of us with fewer children can't help but kind of react because you you can't put yourself in those shoes or imagine what it's like. And so, you know, I, I understand why people ask questions or are curious, you know, but like to say, oh, are you Catholic? Are you Mormon? Are you Amish? Like, you know, I find that really strange and intrusive. Well, don't you think, Liz, the bigger issue here? I mean, because it's not just parents with big families. It's parents with children in general where oh, everyone decides yeah. they have to weigh in. It's like I have friends that just have one kid and they get bombarded. Yeah. with really hurtful like so when's the next one coming no Meanwhile, terrible they could be an IVF or they could have lost a child or, or they just made a choice and yeah. they're very happy with it and they're living their life thank you very much we don't need to hear from your judgy well face. you get it too <laughs> because you have two girls I know I have two girls people still like I'm in my mid 40s and people are like so you know elbow elbow gonna try for a boy <laughs> like first of all like what the girls are not good enough but second of all my ovaries are retired. They're like <laughs> down in Palm Beach with the other Jewish retired ovaries playing golf in a condo somewhere. They are done. They have done their service to my body. They're drinking a Tom Collins. There's no other babies coming. Yeah. So, I mean, parents everywhere get it. And I think what I take issue with, and I've learned to deal with it, I think it's part, like, they should have, like, a little educational course, like, when you pop out your fourth child, yeah. like I did accidentally on the bed in my home with yeah, a fireman. delivered by a fireman named Kelly. Named I still Kelly, remember that yeah. story. I think they should hand you a pamphlet that says, like, how to deal with all the comments and things that people are going to say to you. I mean, really, they should give oh, it to all parents. But- yes, because some of these other comments, I remember from the comments section on the post that you wrote, here were just a few of them. You already have a boy and a girl. Was the third one an accident? (laughs) (laughs) Or so a few people said this. Do you plan on getting fixed after this one? Like they use the term fixed. They use like, like I'm a cat. Well, also like what? What? That's so personal. It's super personal. And the, the weirdest one, the most awful one to me was this mom of eight, which can I say she's my hero? You can say okay, that she's, she, my hero. she's my hero, she too. She said someone actually told her to let her husband be with a prostitute to curb his need for sex so she would stop having babies. <laughs> like, can you go lower than that? I like, mean, obviously, I cannot resist my husband, so I must send him away. Well, I mean, <laughs> do people do know that it only takes one time. So technically, like, I could have only had sex, like, four times in an entire 10 years <laughs> that I was married. I mean, I think it's about respecting people's choices, don't you? I mean, yeah. people with one kid, people who choose to not have children at all, mm-hmm. people who choose to have a large family. I mean, they're making a choice. I've, I've actually always been very supportive of people that don't have children or choose not to have children because, you know, I was a, quote, later in life mom when I had my first daughter. And I could have very well never been a parent. And I had friends my age also that weren't or still aren't parents. And, like, you know, if you made that choice, that may have been a hard choice for you. Or maybe you didn't make the choice and it's just your situation now. Or, you know, I know couples that just really love life without kids. They love being aunts and uncles. And and I get so defensive when I hear parents who are like, join the cult, one of us, you know, like they're pressuring. <laughs> Procreation. <laughs> I Yeah, that bugs me too. So I think it works both ways. I think that, you know, as parents, if we don't want to be judged, I think we also should kind of look at ourselves and say, well, am I, you know, pushing my single friends or my friends without kids to try to have kids too? And I think it's great to to know yourself. Yeah. I mean, there's something to knowing your own limits, 
and you know realizing that maybe having I kids, cannot have sex every nine months. <laughs> I just can't do it. And look, I will say that in having more children, I'm glad that I did. Uh huh. And I do feel like it's super rewarding. And I may not have. I mean, I was one of those people that didn't want to have kids. I loved my job. I really loved. And you it. end up with four. I ended up with four. You know, and it's great. life sometimes just does not go the way you think it will when you're. A sophomore in college, hanging nope. out in the commons. No, it's true. Well, one thing I told you recently, which and you said you didn't know, I had this, no idea, is that in New York City for a while now, the whole big family thing—it's like a—it's a status symbol. I know. When you said that to me, I was really surprised because I honestly had never ever heard that before. But that's because I'm in the suburbs. I know. I remember hearing this, like you know, like that. Now people with three and four kids—it's like their way of saying that you know, look, I can afford this. Which maybe, maybe there are people doing that. So there was like data that I found that of raising course a you child, found I know, data. I love data. Liz is our data nerd. Yay, data nerds! There has to be more than just me out there, right? I know some of our listeners like data, too. Yes. Anyway, I found out that New York City, Manhattan specifically, is the most expensive place to raise a child, which, you know, not surprisingly, they say the cost of raising a child on average is $540,000. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. One child? One child. Almost half a million dollars? And that's just average. Like, that's not factoring in. Do you know what it costs to send a kid to a private preschool in New York City or kindergarten, private kindergarten Ugh. on average. Okay, a private kindergarten. I'm just going to say like 20 grand. 25 grand. Tw- wait, hold on. 25 grand yes. to go to a private kindergarten? Yeah, a kid like to play with blocks. Because <laughs> there's some really good blocks they've got there. Apparently. And then if you, but look, some of these are great schools, right? So the private schools, once you move on into first grade, second grade, and beyond, it's $35,000 or up. So there, think about these parents that have to put like three, four, five kids through private Okay, so school. I could see where that would be the case. So you're walking around with your kids and yeah. it says to the world, I'm loaded. I remember even my father saying to me, like, once you have kids, you think, oh, phew, they're out of diapers. I'm going to save so much money now. And then you're like, oh, darn, I have to sign them up for class. And then you're like, oh, phew, we're out of the mommy and me class. And you're like, oh, soccer uniforms. He said, like, your whole life, there's always going to be, like, something that gets more and more expensive. Yeah, they say it never gets easier, right? It's just different as your kids get older. It's just different. So great things to say to parents of lots of kids. You were asking me. Yeah, I want to know if there are good things that you can say to parents. Well, can we talk about the things not to say? I mean, other than those six things that we talked about. Like, I'd hate to see your private parts. Yeah, right? (laughs) Or have you ever heard the saying, throwing a hot dog down a hallway? Ah! (laughs) That is so bad. That's terrible. Ever lost anything up there? (laughs) I like your OB deserves hazard pay. Oh my god. Yeah, okay, so guys, just don't talk about that. I have to wipe my mascara. <laughs> don't talk about Okay, so about... these are things not to say, I assume. Yes, right? don't say okay. those things. I mean, we tell our own children not to talk about, you know, woohoos and wieners <laughs> in public. We actually use the proper anatomical terms. Yes. I will have you know. Yes, we do. But, but you, you know. still shouldn't ask a woman on the street about hers. Yes. But the best things that you can say to people with lots of kids. I always like when people talk about the holidays because it really is awesome. So you can just say like, oh my gosh, you must have the best holidays. That's nice. I like that. How great that they always have company because that is so true. Or how great that they're going to have companions to bitch to when they really hate you in their teenage years. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Or you're going to have someone to drive you around. You know what? The funniest thing that someone said to me was our friend David Westcott. Oh, yeah. We love him. I love David. And he came, Hi, David. I remember he emailed me after I had my fourth. I have three girls and a boy. And he said, you know what? 
your son is going to have the chauvinism beat right out of him. He oh. is going to be a great guy. <laughs> and this is why we love David. That's that is. awesome. But of course, the, the most wonderful thing that someone said to me, and I think it was one of those days, and I know we've all had them where your kids are crazy and you just are like, I should not be in public right now. I should not be in public right now. <laughs> and she came up to me and she said, you are so lucky to have all these children. And I, so sweet. I was so touched by that. I think that's really nice, especially when they're well-behaved and not throwing the bread in the supermarket aisle. Yeah. And so, Liz, I mean, it's not just about big families. What should people, We know people should not be asking you if you're going to yeah. have a boy. And I don't want people asking, like, oh, they're so close together. How's that? Like, Ugh. it's fine. I don't know. Just talk about the weather. Talk about how <laughs> nice your hair is. Or say your kids are nice. Or I like your shoes. Exactly. I don't know. There's a lot of ways you can start conversations with people without asking them about their procreation. Spawning. So we want to know, (laughs) tell us, what do you think about family size? Do you have a funny story about the questions that you've gotten? Or have you ever inadvertently said something really dumb like I probably have to people with more than two kids? We want to hear about it. So drop us an email, spawned at coolmompics.com, or you can tweet us at coolmompics or visit our Facebook page. Remember to use that hashtag show so we can find you. And you know what, Liz? Yeah. We do it every week. We put up all the links that we talk about on our show over on coolmompics.com. So if you were not sitting around with a scrap piece of paper and a pencil taking notes while you were listening. We are here to help you. We are here to help you. And by the way, hey, if you're one of those families with like a 12 million five bedroom apartment on Central Park West, like we'd love to hear from you too and how you do it. So everybody's welcome to write to us. Yeah, we want to hear from you. Okay, so coming up, we're going to talk about our favorite cool picks of the week. But first a word from our sponsor. This episode of Spawned is sponsored by Casper, which is an online retailer of premium mattresses for really great prices that we're hearing a ton about lately. I love the idea that you can get them delivered to your house because for me, going to the store with children, trying out a mattress is like my (laughs) least favorite thing to do in the world. I can imagine with four kids. Plus, because they're selling directly to you and you don't have to go to a store, they actually pass the savings on to customers and we like savings. And they really care about the quality, how they're engineered is so important and the prices are insane. Yeah, it's true. I think that they are $500 for a twin size mattress and $950 for a king size. That's amazing. And I have to say the older I get, that's so important to me that they're comfortable and that they're not too soft and, you know, like they're not too bouncy. They're actually a blend of latex foam and memory foam and I'm a fan of that kind of a mattress and when they come together, you really sleep better. And Casper has a risk-free trial and a return policy, so you can try sleeping on a Casper mattress for 100 days, and there's free delivery and painless returns. So you get painless returns and a painless night's sleep. I love it. They're reducing your pain. So Spawn listeners, hey, that's you guys. You can get $50 towards any mattress purchase by visiting www.casper.com spawn and use the promo code SPAWN. That's S-P-A-W-N. Hey, we're back. We're it's, back. It's Spawned with Kristen and Liz, and it's time for our cool picks of the week. I love doing this every week because it's just fun sharing stuff we love, whatever they may be. Yeah. So, hey, listen, I went first last time. You get to go first. Oh, I'm, I'm going first? I'm equal opportunity picker. <laughs> picker? Picker. 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 Okay. So, I want to talk about organizing your life through email a little bit because I have, <sighs> like, major, major issues organizing my inbox. Like, inbox zero, not ever going to happen. Not ever going to happen. And so, I look for tools to help make things easier as far as my online life and managing email. So, 
Anna Fader, who's a friend of ours who runs this awesome site called Mommy Poppins for parents, she is like my guru for all things tech and organizational. She's really good at all this time management stuff. And she turned me on to this amazing Gmail management tool called Boomerang. So on the outside chance, one of our listeners actually uses Gmail. <laughs> you definitely need to check That's this a out. Hit. Get off Hotmail. No offense to Hotmail. But... It's really, really good. We wrote about it on Cool Mom Tech. So it lets you do a few things. It basically installs right in the top of your Gmail a little icon that says boomerang. Do you want to boomerang this? So if you send me an email and I'm running out the door and I know by the time I get back, it's going to be buried under 600 other emails, I can click boomerang this in two hours or four hours Ooh. or set time. So it comes right back to the top of my inbox. Oh, that is brilliant. The That's other brilliant. thing you can do is you can set emails to send at a later time. And since I'm trying to do less work on the weekends and to encourage other people to do less work on the weekends. I can write an email on a Saturday and make sure it goes out first thing Monday morning. Oh, dude, you have, told, you have told me about this. And every time you tell me about it, I say that it is so smart. It really it's is. really good. Anyway, it's called Boomerang. It's free if you just use it a little bit, but I think it's worth paying the $4.99 a month to use it every month. And it's just awesome. It's really changed things for me significantly. Yeah, because I know I get more email responses from you. <laughs> That's probably why, because it's popping up in my inbox. I will admit, sometimes I boomerang things three and four times, but I do eventually get to it. So if you've ever written me an email and haven't heard back from me, now you know why. I'm buried. Although if you write to Spawned, that goes in a special place. That's a special alert. We'll definitely see that. Well, mine is so not techy, but it's yeah, one of my favorite things. Mine is BB cream. Okay, you have to explain this to me because you're super into BB cream. I think it's like this hot fashion thing everyone's talking about, and I have no idea what it is. Well, what's so funny is that when you put it down in, in our notes, Liz, you spelled it B-E-B-E, and it's actually just like a letter. Shooting birds? Yeah, <laughs> like a BB gun. <laughs> this is BB cream. Okay, so it's two Bs, BB It's cream. just capital B, capital B, and it stands for beauty balm okay? okay so that's what that's what's what it is i'm, not, so I'm underwhelmed so far i know i know <laughs> all right i gotta sell it harder so here's where it falls so you've got something called tinted moisturizer which yeah, is yeah. moisturizer with a little tint i know that was <laughs> that was rocket science right there <laughs> um what i love about it is with tinted moisturizer it has spf so then you on the other end of the spectrum you've got like foundation right yeah so it's tons of coverage well bb cream falls in the middle oh <gasps> Okay, so I it's need a, this. Yes, it's a little more than tinted moisturizer. It tends to have a little more coverage, but the beauty balm, the balm part of it, it has nutrients. Right. So it has vitamins and moisturizer. This is all different brands? All that different this? brands. Okay, and so it's for someone. I use it during the day when I want my makeup to stay on. I want to have SPF. Mm -hmm. I want a little bit of coverage, but I don't want to like, sh you know, schlep the foundation all over my face. That's the, it, wait, I have to say as a Jew, improper proper use of the word schlep. Oh, wait, schlep is carry, right? Yeah. Is it schlap? <laughs> <laughs> is it schmush? Schlope? Schlep? Whatever. <laughs> Slather? Slather. Slather. You know what I'm thinking of? What is it when you spread the cream cheese? Slather. When Smear. Smear. That's what... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to teach you Yiddish on our next podcast. I know like four words from my great grandmother. Yeah, so, okay, so, so you put it on you your put face. put it on your face. Basically. And, you know, there are all different brands. So my favorite 
is Dr. Jart. It's J-A-R-T, and it's actually a Korean brand. Ah. So you have to keep in mind when I say that is that it's only one color and it's very light. <laughs> okay, so maybe not the best one. We did a, a post on it on Cool Mom Picks, and mm-hmm. I recommended some like Smashbox is great, and those come in shades. So, you know, go to Sephora, go to Ulta, go to the drugstore and take a look because you can match your shade. And it's just a lifesaver because I don't know about you. Like, uh-huh. how much, how long does it take you to put your makeup on? I'm like five minutes. I cannot spare more than yeah, five I'm to seven minutes. Yeah, I'm not high maintenance. So it's worth the time and energy if you want to look a little more put together, but you don't have a ton of time and you don't want to, you know, have your face look like you're pancaked into like two inches with makeup on. And, you know, going back to the bathing suit discussion, I will say I used to be kind of judgy in my younger days about women that wore makeup to the pool. Like, why would you need to wear makeup to the pool? Now I understand because it's like, don't look at my butt. Look at my eyes. (laughs) Look at my beautiful, smooth, BB balmed face. Exactly. That's great. I'm looking at your post right now. Awesome. For real. Well, tell us what you think, guys. We want to know. Do you have a favorite pick of the week yourselves that's life-changing? Something that we need to know about it? We, I mean, some of our best picks on Cool Mom Always. Picks are from the listeners. So tweet us at yes. Cool Mom Picks. Boomerang came from Anna. Oh, see? Or you can find us on Facebook. Use the hashtag Spawned Show. Or drop us an email, spawned at coolmompicks.com. Hey, guys. That's it. We made it. Yay. <laughs> we are having so much fun. We hope you are having fun, too, listening to Spawned with Kristen and Liz. Thanks so much to our producer, Sarah Abdurrahman, and our engineer, Henry Malofsky. And thanks also to Laura Mayer and Andy Bowers at Panoply. And please let us know what you think of the show. You can find us on Twitter at CoolMomPicks. Use hashtag SpawnedShow or email us at Spawned at CoolMomPicks.com. And Liz, you know what? I know you've been reading them and I have too. People (gasps) have been so nice to leave us comments and reviews over on iTunes. Yes. I Can I tell you, I cried when I read a couple of them. They were really nice. And and here's the crazy thing. I don't even know who wrote them. Wait. They're not like our parents. Oh, they're not our friends and no, family? No, it's really nice. So now I know how valuable that is. I'm going back and I'm leaving like five-star ratings for all the podcasts I listen to because it means a lot. So if you would be so kind as to rate and review our show, we would be so grateful. Yeah, you can just head over to iTunes and leave um, a review there. Five stars is always nice. We like odd numbers. And you can also subscribe on Stitcher, too, because we had a lot of Android people ask yes. us. So we're on Stitcher or any of your favorite podcast app. Yeah, we really love it. It helps us learn more about you. And, uh, you know, hopefully when you tell a friend or family, it helps them learn about Spawn. Well, we'll talk to you soon, and thanks so much for listening. This is Kristen. This is Liz. Have a great day, guys.